Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, and I am here today with Ashley O. Hello. Wonderful Ashley. Chelsea Stark. Hello. And Allegra Frank. Hi. Welcome back. And we have another friend, which I don't know if we're going to talk about or not. Maybe was I not supposed to talk about it? <laughs> what do you call that? Yeah, what's the actual thing again? Oda... Automaton. Automaton. Yeah. Automaton. So basically, I think the reason Ashley's playing with this is there's this freaking horrible Kirby automaton that I hate. And I wrote a very upset post about it. Can you guys um, explain? An automaton yeah. is a Japanese instrument. It's a ribbon controller, so you'll see there aren't any notes. Uh, basically, it has it's like a little ball at the end with a protruding stem. It kind of looks like a music note. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like a music note, and you rub the stem up and down to produce notes. We also have to squeeze his does. mouth. You it's also have gotta... to squeeze the little. I literally I called mm -hmm. it a ball sack in my post, and I'm not sure how that got on the that's website. Wrong. I, uh, that's wrong. Well, you know, like, that's like at all. You can't. <laughs> you can't say that I didn't let you just like be creative for once. Okay, yeah, Chelsea. Oh, me after the butthole incident. Oh, right. That's true. <laughs> you only get one. Well, I'm sure that our automaton friend will be coming back intermittently to destroy my life and derail the show. Uh, I have a brief aside for our listeners who may be going to the Polygon Live show at PAX East. Uh, we would, A, love to know what you personally would like us to bring to a live panel. We have some ideas, but we also want feedback from the audience so that we don't like completely blow up our show and then everyone's like, what are you, what, what was that? What did I just witness? So if you want to see Ashley do an hour long concert performance with the Automaton, uh, please let us know. Uh, she has been rehearsing for days and it is driving us all out of our minds. Also, um, <laughs> One of the segments that we have an idea for is basically like ah, a March Madness uh, shipping bracket uh, with just random characters, not ships. So if you have any characters that you would like us to see argue about on stage, uh, you should email those to polygonshow at polygon.com. We're going to be going through and kind of putting together our own bracket. So like, your favorite characters. Jacob Fry is probably going to be on the list. Don't send that. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. It's valuable. Let's have a lightning round. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Why is the hands? Why not the hands, Allegra? <laughs> this is from a bear Emily or Abe R. Miley. It's a, a bear Emily. I, it's a bear Emily. Because her last Emily. their last name is Ebert. So it's a bear. It's a bear. It's French. Okay, it's a French joke. I, I love you. What games would you suggest for someone who just impulse bought a Switch but isn't familiar at all with Nintendo games? Oh, Emily, you have come to the right show. All right. Allegra, I'll start with you because I'm sure you have recommendations. Mario Kart, Mario Odyssey, uh, Stardew Valley. Uh, let's see what else. Night in the Woods. Mm -hmm. Night in the Woods might be fun. Snake Pass, I, I enjoyed a lot, but I didn't play more than like an hour of it. I, uh, okay, no on Snake Pass. Pass. We're going to talk about it later. Uh, for, I agree with everything you said. Do Breath you have of anything? Wild. To, Breath of the Wild. Do you have anything to add, Chelsea? Um, I was thinking like Overcooked is really fun and Celeste is really fun. Those yeah. Are, I those. feel like Celeste and Breath of the Wild are a little too overwhelming for someone who's never owned she didn't say, they didn't, I think Celeste. Just not familiar with Nintendo games, not, not familiar with video games. Oh, Sonic Mania is super good, actually. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sonic yeah. Remixed. I think it's okay. Yeah, every Sonic game. It's like every Sonic sake. game's best moments remixed into more interesting levels. Okay, okay. And the argument for Night in the Woods. Actually, do you want to give a 10-second argument for Night in the Woods? 
Oh, it's just, um, I mean, it's pretty easy. It's, it has very little platforming. It's mostly just uh, kind of explore. It's like a side-scrolling thing. It has really good dialogue. Good-ass story game. Good-ass mm-hmm. life-destroying emotional story game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, I mean, Zelda's just like if you want open world, like beautifulness slash the ability to run around for hours and yeah. kind of lose yourself. You can play, I think you can play Breath of the Wild not knowing anything else about Zelda. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I don't know shit about Zelda, so yeah. Next question, please. I hope that helped, Emily Eber. This is from Chow. Oh, hi, Chow. Hi again. Would you rather be a Pokemon or a Pokemon master? If Pokemon, which one? L- true lightning round style, the way that we originally formatted it, and I will start with Chelsea. Master. Okay. Allegra. Master. Why are you so sad about it? Because I could be a Charmander. Neither. Would you want? Okay, I no, want to be a master of Charmander. Go, <laughs> ah, Ashley. Neither. I want no part of the dog fighting. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Master for me as well. Yes. Okay. Next question. <laughs> this is from mehdk underscore dk. Which game character do you personally believe shares your worldview the most? Oh my god. What is my worldview, though? That everything mm. is probably okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that optimistic? Probably, like, fucking... Some RPG character. Some Nintendo character. Mm-hmm. Maybe... I want to say maybe Josephine from Dragon Age Inquisition. Caveat, I have not played that, and my understanding of her is mostly from fandom, uh, but I gather she's kind of, like, very uh, optimistic, like sort of sheltered even uh, royal character. I know her voice actress. Oh, her yeah. name's Allegra. She's too. super cool, and she is yeah, really cool. She's so I, can I see love that. her. Chelsea, what about you? Um, I would actually say Prince Sidon from Breath of the Wild <laughs> for you, for me, because I'm like fucking optimistic. You're just cheer people in. on. Oh, yeah, because I'm a shark. You want to fuck? That's what? It. what? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> It came out of nowhere. <laughs> Usually does. Um, no, because I feel like yeah, Prince Sidon is so like optimistic the whole game, and he's just like mm-hmm. such a like, hey, we're gonna do this thing, and I've done. Yeah. Okay, I like that. That's very cute, and not horny at all. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, what about you? Um, Sandra Cohen from Bioshock. <gasps> wow, that's fair. Uh, we are. I think Simone understands. I do understand. Then. Others. We watched Hannibal together the other day. Yeah. It was a good time. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Sander Cohen wants to make art out of everything. He wants to make everything beautiful, and he's also a, a very scary murder man. Not really. He's great. He's an aesthetic murder man. Yeah, he's, he's very good. I love him. I think that if you kill him, you're making objectively the wrong decision. My friend made me kill him, That's and right. I will always uh, be upset I will about ne- that. I never kill him. He's Name fantastic. and shame. Name and shame. Nick. Freeman. Rude. <laughs> Mr. Freeman. Allegra, what character shares your world with you the most? Okay, I have two ideas. One of them, I played this game at GDC called Small Talk. It's so cool. Uh, It's not out yet, but they had it at GDC. And the whole game is like a party at the end of the world. So everyone's just like super nihilistic. And every time you talk to them, they're like, what was the point of my existence? I don't know that I actually lived a life worth living. And it's like, yo, I get all of you people. Like literally at a party, they're all saying these like existential things. So either that or I guess... I like May. I think she's from Night mm-hmm. in the Woods. Mm-hmm. She's very like snarky and mm-hmm. kind of sad. 
Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Next question, please. Uh, this is from Ross. Oh, no, Roscoe. What would your Ready Player One avatar be, and why is it Q? Okay, okay. So our VR avatar is for living in the Oasis. Chelsea, what would yours be, and why is it Q? Um, no, it's not Q. It's <laughs> so close, though. It is... There is a... I kept looking at a lot of promo art for Kirby Star Allies because I had to lay out the review. And there's a little creature that's like a blue ball in its tongue. It goes like, what? Oh, out of its mouth? I, I showed that to Allegra. She said she hated it. I, I love it. it. it looks, why do you hate it if it has a long what tongue? Does it do? uh, that's why I hate it. What's its name, I just, Chelsea? I don't know. I don't know what its name is because it's not a Kirby character I'm familiar with. So if Lick you want, a tongue. Yeah, lick a tongue. So I would just basically bounce around Allegra and follow her. <laughs> Oh my god! I found the picture. Stop it! Stop! I found it. No, it's a different one. It basically one. looks okay. like a slime, right? This With is a really what I want. Yeah, no, it's like that's a, even worse. It's a perfect blue sphere whose eyes are going in like crazy angles, and its tongue is like this, like so much longer than its whole body. Chelsea has described it perfectly. Yeah. It has a tongue that kind of looks like the Otomatone, or a, a mouth that looks like the Otomatone. Oh, I wish yes. the Otomatone had a tongue. Uh, sort of like just kind of a gaping maw. Yeah, like mm. a very long mouth a long red mouth and it's a blue ball and that's same can we have the same avatar like is that allowed chelsea yeah, that's fine we'll just have different color like tongues or something okay because i feel like the everything from kirby star allies resonated with me personally a lot except oh, yeah. for that horrible ape creature oh yeah that was upsetting. i didn't like that ashley what would your avatar be and why is it mimi q well it's not mimi q first of all <laughs> wow ross Wow. Wrong again, Ross. But so wait, I'm confused with the Ready Player One. You can have like a pre exist based on a pre existing character, but then you can also make your own, right? This is yeah, true. Yeah, I think so. You could be Okay, but if I had to borrow from a preset one, mm-hmm. um Ooh, the raccoon from Donut County, the upcoming <laughs> Annapurna interactive game. Yes. <laughs> would you have loose donuts? Yes, I would. I'd have a, a motorbike with loose donuts on the back and then when I drive off, they fall off, so I have to get off my cart and I have to be like, I'm so sorry, hold on, I gotta get my donuts. That's such a good idea. I don't need a bag. <laughs> your entire gameplay experience would just be trying to keep donuts in your cart. I love There's it. no basket, it's just There's on the no back basket. seat. There's no basket. <laughs> she could make a basket, a virtual basket. I hope basket, Allegra has a good one of these. <laughs> Please, Allegra, tell us your Ready Player One avatar and why she, it's Mimi Q. She's like making a face. Like <laughs> She's I, had uh, a lot of time to think about it. It would not be Mimi Q. God. Unbelievable. There is a Digimon <laughs> skewing a little bit away from my usual Digimon. Uh, it's a yellow piece of poop that has eyes and a mouth, and I would be him. What's his name? I can't remember. Look up like Shitmon. He looks, he's literally a sentient oh, piece of Oh, I remember him. Yeah. That's his name? I don't oh, remember yeah. what he his does name look, is. He's kind of a scary piece of poop. Like, this mm-hmm. is not as cute as I thought a piece of poop no, would be. No, it's not cute. It says Sukumon? Yeah. yeah. So, if you're thinking about the poop emoji, kind of think about that general shape, but then, like, a huge mouth with teeth. Lots of teeth. Mm-hmm. Very long tongue. Mm-hmm. So... Like, I don't think that you get to talk shit about the Kirby creature. So here's the thing. I would end up in the Ready Player One world, and, like, I this would have just happened to me. Like, I would have glitched on the way in, and then I would just be a floating, or, like, a talking piece of shit. And it's stuck that way? Yeah. And I would not be happy. This is really sad. (laughs) Yeah. I like that you created a backstory for your... I'm glad. (laughs) Glitching all the way down. Let's move on to what we're playing. 
and kind of what we're watching. So, Chelsea, we'll oh, yeah. start with you. Oh, boy. Dragon Ball. I'm yeah. so excited about mm. this. I Dragon know. Ball. I saved yes. this for Allegra being back because oh. I knew she'd be excited. I love Dragon Ball. Uh, I'm watching the original Dragon Ball series, not Dragon Ball Z, on Fun, which is streaming on Funimation. Can we just say the picture behind us is of little Goku and little Krillin? Aww. Fist bumping. They're so little. They're their, so ar- their limbs are so stumpy. <laughs> I, so I I feel like I'm being checked on my weeb cred because I didn't know that there was an original Dragon Ball series that wasn't Dragon really? Ball Z. What? Yeah, what the hell? This is the perfect pitch. I can pitch why pitch you should me. watch this because it's very good. Um, I'd watch like bits and pieces of it when it was on because I think they eventually put it on Toonami, and I'd ne- mm-hmm. but I've never like sat down and watched it in in continuity. It is so much goofier. Than Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z is like we're gonna power up and be serious forever. This is like an extremely goofy show. Um, it's it really relies on a lot of like child aimed kind of toilet humor, which is not Same. I wouldn't. But yeah, like <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Like my the episode recently that we watched made us laugh so hard because it was almost like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Goku was fighting this ninja and this guy was hiding underwater like breathing through a reed and Goku brought a hot kettle of water and <gasps> poured it down the uh-huh. reed. Oh no. And it was like, I don't know, but the just the whole cartoony campiness of like this kid who is kind of stupid often. Is he always a kid in the show? He's always, I think he's, I think he, I don't know because I'm on season two. Yeah, he, he is. But he's, only, yeah, he's like, he's 12. How did I not know that there was a prequel Dragon Ball that was about Goku as a child? It's he's, the first Where have one. I been? No, this is my Bernstein, Berenstein Bears moment. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, this is great because literally the start, he is in the woods. His grandfather figure has died and he's all alone. He's just like not had any contact with humans. So he knows nothing. He doesn't even know how to count. He didn't know how he was 12 because he was like, I couldn't count past 10. He couldn't even count past 9,000. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Welcome to Old Memes. Oh. I'm Simone de Rochefort and I'll be your host. So something that's interesting though. So like if I watched Dragon Ball Z first and then Dragon Ball because Toonami, like that's how they showed it. Yes. Um, and when I watched Dragon Ball, I was like really surprised because it is really funny. And I love Dragon Ball. It's one of my favorite anime ever. And I don't really like Dragon Ball Z. Um, but what's interesting is, one, this came before Dragon Ball Z. So like this was everyone in Japan's entry point, right? Mm-hmm. And then to have it shift so dramatically to like pretty serious Dragon Ball Z must have been really surprising. But this is actually really common in Japan where a lot of like the best known creators start with like silly, lighthearted comedy manga. And Akira Toriyama, who made Dragon Ball, he, like, that was what his thing was. Like, he first broke it big with this manga called Dr. Slump, which is just, like, stupid, wacky, Looney Tunes-esque. And then moved on to Dragon Ball and then made a huge left turn. And it's so interesting still to me that, like, that is the one that, like, came to define him. There's... Because that was like his one really serious. It's one. just so weird because oh yeah, another it's a picture oh. of Goku on his cloud flying Nimbus. Oh, but like, there's weird characters. Like, there's a there's a woman who when she sneezes, she like changes Launch. personality. Launch I love and her. she like becomes when she sneezes, she becomes like a murderous like villain who wants to kill in everyone. And then she and her hair turns blonde, and then she sneezes again, and her hair's back to blue, and she's just like oh hee hee. <laughs> That was fun. Also, Master Roshi is really horny. He's the horniest. Like, not even like, oh, Teddy was horny. No, this guy's actually horny. And what? 
Well, he's he, always horny. He's horny yeah, but in Dragon Ball Z, You see too. him, like, because you see so much of Master Roshi. In this oh, my God, he's young. He's I think. Young, relative. Like, relative. <laughs> but he's... Um, he's young. He's young. He's like, oh my god, he has Ray-Bans. You have to think about the <laughs> the fact that it's like a lot more normal for kids to joke about boobies in Japan because he's obsessed with boobies. And that's basic. And I'm going to call him boobies, not any other word, because that is basically the tone of the show. Wow. Okay. Okay. Interesting. It's Interesting. Very, it's very like, if you understand Japanese culture, like, that's fine. But it is definitely a little weird to watch that. You're like, whoa, why turn down the horn? Are you watching it in English or Japanese? Uh, I like, this is like one of the few animes I feel like the dub is so good. The dub is really good. But what's funny is like the Japanese voice actress is the same, like for young Goku is the same for older Goku. Yes. Yeah, so it's grandma. That's grandma. Goku is kind of the reason that I'm like, we, I, yeah. I know some people love her and that voice but I'm like this is so it's so weird it's so weird but yeah I've watched a few episodes in Japanese and it's funny to hear them use like the very like the five-year-old the f- like a five-year-old's vocabulary for things like a penis and stuff they're like chin chin which is like how you say wiener <laughs> it's, it's thank you for this beautiful insight into I'm the sorry. world of Dragon I'm just Ball I'm saying like it's so like <laughs> made for five-year-olds <laughs> and and adult women right. apparently <laughs> Allegra, you have been playing Detective Pikachu. I have. Which I'm very excited about, but why? Okay. <gasps> so, unfortunately, what I have gleaned from not reading your coverage of it and only uh-huh. reading headlines is that Pikachu is also horned. Yeah, he's thirsty. Why? So I was talking. Was it why? To you, actually? I don't remember. Uh, he's thirsty more than horny. Okay. Um, so he thirsts. He thirsts. And he thick, too. So basically, Detective Pikachu mm-hmm. is about this talking Pikachu. The only person who can understand him is this boy named Tim, who's also thirsty. And uh, they're trying to find Tim's dad, who Pikachu used to be like the partner of. And then uh, he went missing. And so Pikachu's just like without a partner. And no one can understand him except Tim. So they just like hang out together and solve mysteries, like step by step trying to figure out the mystery of Harry Goodman's disappearance. And on the way there, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, Harry's Harry one of Goodman. those names where when I think about it, I'm fine with it. And then I try to write it like for a character mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can't get really? behind this because it's like it's Harry. I feel I, like the Harry Goodman I'm Harry. in the uh, Detective Pikachu is kind of like. In that in Nino Kuni two, where that freaking prince with the animal, his name's Evan. Freaking prince. It's Evan and Roland. (laughs) Yeah, I hate that. I hate Roland. I love it. I think it's fantastic. (laughs) I love the English names that they assign. Actually, I like them a lot. Evan. Evan. Um, Yeah. Harry Goodman. So Harry is missing, and so you're playing as Tim, and you basically like Tim. Tim. Tim and the two of them pal around. So in between cases, like you go to the coffee shop or whatever, and Pikachu just flirts with every single woman he runs into, and no one can understand him except him. So it's just like deep voiced Pika sounds. What the hell? And all these women are like, "You're so cute," and like pick him up by his ears, and they're like, "You're so cute, Pikachu." And he's like, "No, baby, please. This isn't what I'm into." Um, what? And it's very weird. That's so... He literally, like, winks at all the women and is just, like, kind of, like, sidling up to them. What, how tall and is he compared to Tim? I mean, he's, like, Pikachu size. Okay. So he's, like, two feet. And then Tim is, like, a tall teen. What is Pikachu going to do once he gets a date? 
I don't understand. I like, don't know. What's your end game here? Yeah. You can't bone. I mean, we don't know that. We can't assume that he can't He bone. doesn't wear clothes. He doesn't have a penis. Okay, neither did the freaking fish guy from Shape of Water. And they what? made it work. No, it's no, an internal yeah, thing. Yeah, she it, described it to her which friend. Is so the maybe same it's for mice, internal right? for Pikachu, yeah. I'm not going to look up mouse sticks no. on this show. <laughs> and not That's on, not going to be something again. I and do not on, on your work laptop. On, on my work laptop. <laughs> I, mean, I, will, I will take the L and I will Google Pikachu dick do, later. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> this, this is, end up this is my call for creators making children's properties. I mean, maybe it's my problem. Maybe it's my problem that when I see yes. animal <laughs> character, like cutesy animal characters flirting with human people, I'm like, nasty. Maybe I'm projecting. No, it is nasty. Yeah, because why like, are you kink shaming? That exactly. Exactly. Like Sonic kissing that lady. I literally had an argument. Like, why with, did that happen? With everyone earlier this week about how I love Detective Pikachu and Sonic, and well, I'm not ashamed. Well, you said deep voice Pikachu. That's he disgusting. Well, remember Pika. he's going to be voiced by Ryan Reynolds in the movie, so like that level of voice. If they make yeah Pikachu horny in that movie, I'm gonna die. What if, det- what if he's just Deadpool? Again, yeah. But as a Pikachu, that mm-hmm. would be kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. You know what? Go for it. Embrace it. I find no, it inspiring. I'm not embracing it. I'm ref- I refuse to embrace it. Shall we move on to another lightning round? Please <laughs> hit me up with that lightning. Na 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 na. This That's is my from. Song. Sorry. Na 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 na. <laughs> Can you wait? Let's do a little. Na 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 na. Oh. Okay, good. I got it. All right. This is from Cleric Mutual. What are the best and worst games to be a random merchant NPC in? Um, Okay. Animal Crossing. Why? Because you make so much freaking bank off everyone. Oh, best. Okay, yeah. That's for best. best. Once again. (laughs) I'm good at reading. Uh, Um, Worst would probably be like Battlefield 1 or something. I would argue that Animal Crossing is... For sale, would you like some period accurate I've weaponry? Got my sausages, are you hungry? Please, a sausage cart, and then oh. he has like a little popcorn cart. Mm-hmm. They keep blowing him no, up. Tax. This is a tax free zone. <laughs> who, wants my, who wants my popcorn? <laughs> uh, kettle corn, too. <laughs> If you want, there's no kettle corn in world in war. How the hell do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know. That's I right. I just heard that you slogan that kettle corn never changes. That's true, but war changes everything. Yeah. Okay, that's settled. So definitely. <laughs> Chelsea, what were you gonna say about Animal Crossing? Oh, I think it's the worst actually because you have to accept all the like all the fruit that people have like shaken off of trees. It's like, oh, you brought me some shit from around town, and you expect me to give you <gasps> money the for thing. it? You don't always have to accept it. You can deny the garbage. Wait, you have all the rules. You can set your own rules, girl. Yeah, but they don't in the game. I'm saying like the <laughs> in the game they do. Yeah, like if you fish up trash, mm. you don't you don't have to buy it. Yeah, it's great. It's true, but I mean, like, if you're bringing someone fifteen 
or 30 beetles. You're like, Get it, here's my box. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> okay, but if you're a beetle merchant, that's like your thing, right? That's true. You, you signed on to that. Mm-hmm. I did sign up for this beetle merchant thing. It was also, very... everyone in the Animal Crossing world fucking loves beetles. Yeah. They studied beetles. They're great. Best merchant uh, would be in Stardew Valley because they work whatever nonsensical hours they want to work. Take Wednesday off. Harvey, it's fine. I don't care. The Robin who makes all my houses is not home ever. That's fine. I don't remember if that's exactly her name, but the woman who is supposed to build the silo for my fucking chickens. Um, Anyway... It would be very nice. And then you live in an idyllic small town that's mm. perfect where everyone is bisexual and happy. Mm. That's lovely. Yes. Yeah. Ashley. So it's not a game, but the worst place to be a merchant <laughs> is, uh, I thought Sorry, of that was an audio the... nightmare. <laughs> Someone has to it'll, listen it'll to this. It'll sound great. It'll sound fine. Fa- it'll fa- sound fine. Yeah. I'm so, okay. Carry on. Um, Avatar. In Avatar The Last Airbender. You all know what happened to the cabbage guy. We know what happened mm-hmm. to the cabbage guy. I feel so bad. His for cabbages. Him, it's rough. His Anytime, cabbages were destroyed. Like, someone just makes a random because it's so old by now that like anytime someone drops something and like or I drop something, I just, my cabbages. <laughs> and like no one knows what the fuck I'm saying. Even kids me. these days. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, so we we've had a good assortment of worst and best games. Yes. All right, next yes. question. This is from Jay and the Sush. Which character would you find an automaton version of to any degree acceptable? So characters, we we discussed Kirby as an automaton is a crime against Mm -hmm. nature, according to Allegra. I think Mm -hmm. I like it. Ashley and I like it. Someone on Twitter actually had a fantastic idea. It's even better than Kirby. Jigglypuff would make the most sense. Yes, because yes. she's round and she sings. That's perfect. Yeah, yes. that's good. Her name was Erin. I, I replied to her. I was like, "Yes, Erin, fuck." <laughs> wait, wait. Like, idea. When you say that, you do you mean like a character you'd find in a Chuck E. Cheese? Like what? I no, don't know it, I don't like, know a character that would be acceptable as like that, like for this. Oh, it's not like one of those yeah. Oh, not as an automaton. Sorry, sorry, I read I that not, wrong. I was no, not it's reading okay. that because oh. I just like Allegra's head. I was in like, why are you I, bringing I in Chuck E. Cheese to this? <laughs> five Nights, go. I mean, every Five Nights monster, every Five Nights automaton would be a good automaton, automaton, automaton. Oh, I would not pronouncing it correctly. What about a Pikmin? Because they're they're like oh, that would be so cute. That would be cute. I love it. Okay, me. I want me. It would be horrifying. Oh it just would be so, so acceptable. Where would your teeth be? Would they be like no teeth? Ins- okay, no teeth. No teeth. <laughs> I want an Ashley one because I. Why? Where does the automaton end and Ashley begin at this point? They don't. They're the I same. They are one. No. They have. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Fucking <laughs> audio nightmare. <laughs> Title of this episode. Um, okay, yeah, next question. <laughs> that was great. This is from Matt. Hi, Matt. If someone were to make a game about your life, what would the genre and name be? Oof. Ooh. Okay, I have a kind of boring answer for this. I think it would be like a papers please ask task management game where you it's a browser it's in it like the setting it looks like a browser and you're just trying to juggle a lot of different things such as 
editing videos for polygon.com and writing romance novels and talking to people in messenger and if you spend too much time on any one of those tasks your computer uh will catch on fire oh my god why wow this I'm is so stressed today <laughs> wait what's it called uh it's called sim simone simone Simmon. Okay. No, that's just no. in a that, no. 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 Sim mode. Sim mode. Sim sim yeah. Simone simulator. Simone simulator. Nope, or, that's a different game. Wow. Okay. Or it would be a Sims-esque game where you are trying to decorate your apartment, but you can only decorate your apartment in French country style and you become obsessed with reading articles about what that means. Anyway, who else has a game? Chelsea. I have no games. I'm scared. Okay. Oh, managing editor of Polygon.com. Yes, Ashley, hit it's us up. A, it's like a combination between Cooking Mama and, uh, oh God, what is that name of that game? Where you're a cat and you have to knock everything over really cat fast. Cat simulator? Oh, uh, cat, I know oh, what you're talking about. Uh, cat It's something like that. Something like that, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, that oh, was yeah. catastrophe. Yeah. yeah. So it's, um, you have to prepare these meals. And while you're preparing these meals, every so often you have to, like, a paw will come up on the table and you have to bat it away before he gets to it. <laughs> because he does that every time I cook dinner. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like... There's a table where the table meets the wall. There's a tiny little gap, and you mm -hmm. just see this paw come out of the crevice, and he just like scrap. He will take anything: turkey, onions, garbage, paper, <laughs> anything. <laughs> That's great. Um, wait, what would your game yeah. be called? Oh, I don't know. That's what okay, it's well, called. We'll oh, I don't, oh I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> the game. Sorry, my game would be. Uh, a visual novel, obviously. <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, kind of like, a, it wouldn't be a dating sim necessarily, but basically it would be like diary entries mm -hmm. from my diary. Uh, that would be extremely sad. Each page would have like a different Smith's lyric or Smith's as in the Smith's and also Elliot Smith. <laughs> the different the Smith. two Smiths. Oh my God. Will Smith, maybe. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> Jaden and Willow also. Uh, oh, God, Jaden. Not Jaden. So, no, hell no. <gasps> Why? I don't like Jada Pinkett. I'm Why sorry. Why don't you what? like Jada Pinkett Smith? What, what song what? has she ever made? But what's wrong? She's a great actress. She's a smart lady. She has never done anything. She's Whoa. married to Will Smith. She's she produced Jaden and Willow. <laughs> she <laughs> produced. <laughs> yeah, she produced. She brought them, them up right. <laughs> she mixed them. <laughs> she mixed them. Yeah. Sound audio mixing in there. <laughs> she mastered them. Um, <laughs> stop. Okay. Anyway, Carry on. Anyway, so I, you would read the diary entries, and each one would then like have a scene attached to it. So you would like read the really sad thing, and it'd be like about my day, and then it would go into my day, which yeah. is like a dialogue thing, and it's always about like my crushes. So it always ends really sadly because that's how every crush I've ever had ends. And then like you're just going through my whole life, and I always end up forever alone, and that's what it's called. So Nina Freeman is making this for yes. you. Yes. Okay. Nina. Chelsea, do you have one now? I'm thinking super hard, and the closest thing I can think of is like something as stressful as Super Monkey Ball. Oh mm. my god, yeah, that's so mm -hmm. stressful. So you have something stressful like Super Monkey Ball, and you have to, with a time limit, <gasps> wow. 
and yes. and let's come Wait, up with a theme. Who can come up with a theme? Is your cat in it? Yeah, my I was cat, gonna say, is she in the ball? She's in the ball. You have to get her out of the ball. She, I was thinking like work would be in the ball. Oh god! And you have to chase it down those crazy like tracks in a certain time limit and catch it. I think Vegas Why should be I, in there. Yeah, because work is Vegas really is in the ball. No, oh, Vegas is in the ball. She's like, rare. <laughs> Next question. Vegas is in the ball. <laughs> this is from Rustic sixty nine. If you could have any artist, living or dead, write a version of the hashtag Polygon Show theme song with lyrics, whomst wouldst thou chooseth? So Elliot Smith, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, no! That would it's be really such a funny, cheery though. song, and then Elliot Smith is just sadly. I want Nick Drake to write it. I want Bono to write it. Oh no! Oh, why? Because it, it it would be a moving epic. I want Raffi to write it. I don't know who that is. Bananaphone. I want Riff Raff to write it. Oh my God! Okay, Riff Raff. He'd no, be good. I want. I want Flo Rida to write it. Okay, yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> no. Kesha. DMX. I want Kesha to write it. Yes. <laughs> I want Flavor Flav to write it. Ooh. <laughs> okay, now we're just naming artists. Okay, I think we, we have to choose from. So any, wait, living or dead? We just, we we'd all named Beethoven. Mm-hmm. Living. Beethoven. Did he write? Can you imagine? Write a fucking song for us. <laughs> we hand him this beautiful beat that Miles gave us, and we're like, writes to that Beethoven. Just, I know you mainly work he's in gonna orchestral. Be so, music. I know he's going to be so All angry. Lyrics are just what, what, what? <laughs> Lil John featuring Rats? Beethoven featuring Lil John. <laughs> Beethoven featuring Lil John. Yeah. <laughs> I want to okay. play Chance the Rapper doing that weird squawk okay. he always does. <laughs> So we're going to send them all to Berlin. They're going to work with Beethoven. I don't know if he lived in Berlin, but I'm just imagining. I'm, well, because U2's best album, Achtung Baby, was written in Berlin uh, in you know the days when the Berlin Wall was taken down. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's who it'll be. It'll be Chance the Rapper, uh, and Beethoven, and who, who else was it? Lil Jon. Lil Jon John. John and Ashley's Automaton. That's perfect. The, the dream team right there. <laughs> Today's Polygon Show was brought to you by Mattress Firm. I have with me three people who can't sleep. Oh, what? Yeah. Finally, it's bad. All of all three of you, I have brought you here today, not just to record the Polygon Show, but to tell you about how you can zonk out more easily if you're having trouble getting some shut eye. Are you? Do you all want to hear it? Yes. Okay. Stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> It's Mattress Firm! What? It's America's neighborhood mattress store. Yes, it lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. Ashley, did you know that they are more than mattress experts? What else do they... I was gonna say expertizing. <laughs> they, they expertize... They expertize in the entire bedroom package. Ashley, they wow. expertise in adjustable bases. They expertise in sheets. They expertise in headboards. <laughs> and I, made, they, I made a mistake. I'm you sorry. didn't make a mistake. You, you knew exactly what you were talking about because they're the mattress experts and experts in all bedroom-related things. They have you covered, literally and figuratively. Talk about jokes. That's one. Hmm. Not... Actually, yeah. it's like true, but it's also a pun at the same time. You can go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now. Allegra, where are you going to go? Mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Yes! And 
Chelsea, what are you gonna do there? I'm gonna save money on mattresses and things. Yes! They even offer a 120-night sleep trial to ensure perfection and a 120-night low-price guarantee so that you know you paid the perfect price. Again, go to... Assault. Okay, let's do it together. Uh, in key. It's mattressfirm.com slash podcast. So go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Wow, that kind of creeped me out a little bit. <laughs> to learn how your sleeping could be monumentally improved... And uh, since we're all here, let's go back to the Polygon show. (laughs) This is from Mundane Salad. If you were a romanceable character in a game like Stardew Valley, what would you like to be given to earn your friendship and love? Okay, so in Stardew Valley, every character has stuff that they like, stuff that they don't like, um, and stuff that they absolutely fucking love. What would your stuff that gets friendship points be uh deluxe fancy roasted and unsalted mixed nuts Ooh! Mm. wow damn i wow. know what i like yeah <laughs> so i'd be planting cashew plants yeah, on yeah. my farm mm-hmm. okay okay does it have to be like an organic thing can i just say sour gummy worms that's sweet. no that's perfectly that's, fine all right yeah fine. you could buy them at jojo mart i've played that game i know what i'm about <laughs> so sour gummy worms fancy extremely deluxe fancy mixed nuts or whatever you call it. Ashley. Lasagna. Lasagna. Very good. Just give me a casserole. I'm going to just go old school and say I fucking love like fancy ass dark chocolate truffles. Ooh. Mm. I'm an expensive mm. bitch. What can I say? Mm. Okay. Let's talk about what's going on this week. Let's do some news. Okay. So uh, Giggity, our favorite Overwatch player and one of the only she is still currently the only woman playing in the Overwatch League, correctly? Mm-hmm. Uh, so correctly. That was grammatically <laughs> wrong. Correct question mark. Oh. She uh <laughs> 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 sorry, I just realized how terrible of a mistake. I don't like, <laughs> no. It was it was a question, not an accusation. <laughs> so she was tweeting some sad stuff about uh, her self-image this week, um, and Maddie at Compete, which is Kotaku's esports vertical, wrote a wonderful article asking people to leave her the fuck alone. Um, I was. Can one of you summarize for me kind of the the situation as it is? Yes. Yes. Well, the the situation was, let's see, she had tweeted out something specifically, which was like, when I, you know, get stressed, because like she obviously has been, she like tends to eat a lot. And and then she said something along the lines of like, oh, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I apologize for being like ugly. Like, I'm probably going to gain weight. And she's like, because keguri means frog in Korean. She's like, next time you see me, I'm going to be a toad. And I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, and like, in addition to to that, like, I mean, no matter who, or I'm sorry, let me put it this way. No matter, I feel like, what you look like, if you are one of the first female Overwatch League players, you are going to, like, everyone and their mother, especially in Twitch chat, which I feel like should be disabled for Overwatch League, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, every guy has to sort of come in and chime in and be, like, say whether or not he would have sex with her or like how attractive they think she is. Um, which I think is absolute bullshit. And like a lot of people I know at um, 
you know, it said stuff along the lines of like, oh, like, is she supposed to be a girl? She doesn't look like one. And it's just so fucking awful. And like, even though she has such an outpouring of support from the community, like so many people love mm-hmm. her. I love her. I mean, she is a lot. But I mean, like, she's also a person. She is also still a teen. Like, that stuff is going to get to you no matter what. She's 18 and like, you feel very, mm-hmm. usually 18, you don't really always feel great about your body. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask how old she is. She's 18. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's a very typical sentiment, I feel like, for teens, older teens, mm-hmm. whatever, to express. And so, mm-hmm. but it's definitely magnified being that she is like yeah. now a public figure. Mm-hmm. And it's sad, like I imagine people are sort of using that against her now, I would assume. What do you mean? Like taking that and being like, yeah, you will look like a toad. Yeah, you are fat or whatever. That's right. Um, which but, is terrible but because the, there's there is good in that a lot of the internet is like no yeah. girl, girl like you're freaking great yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that one person on Tumblr had had a very impassioned response it was in all caps my fave and it was just like I, I mean and I totally agree it's like she shouldn't like why the fuck does it matter what she looks like, it, it should matter Like if she is playing the game. That is mm-hmm. her job. Her job isn't to look good for you, it's to play the game well. Mm-hmm. And, and she's so, the best Zarya in the world. I just, <laughs> um, th- like this is why, like when people look at uh, the gender ratio in Overwatch League and they're like, well, there just aren't enough good women. Like this is why, it's because it's not just happening in Twitch chat when you are the best Zarya player in the world. It's when you are in the esports community, coming up, just starting to play, going to tournaments, whatever, that conversation is happening not just in Twitch chat, it's happening with the people around you. It's people Mm -hmm. being assholes at every step of that process, and that is why there are so few women who make it to the point that Gagory made it to. Yeah, and it's not like any any of the other players are feeling that any of the, like the one percentage of the objectification that she is mm-hmm. like yeah it's just that there's so i know that there's going to be so much attention and speculation on her appearance and we like never do that almost ever for any of the other male players mm-hmm. it's just like yep it's a bunch of dudes mm-hmm. playing overwatch i mean it, why can't it just be gregory playing or mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. um it is especially weird because yeah it's esports like you're not really supposed to be looking at the players you're looking at the screen but yeah i, I think because like overwatch league is getting so big and you know like espn has like lately been picking up on esports too that you know like there's like bleed over and some influences like you're seeing from like the typical what like sports and entertainment industry like certain patterns moving over mm-hmm. to esports which like kind of sucks because it's still growing and so there's a lot of room to change those types of things but i mean like the fact is at least right now for Overwatch League there aren't that there just mm-hmm. aren't that many women at like that grandmaster level yeah even if there were i, I mean we're still going to run into the same issue of just like who's hot Ooh. Mm-hmm. They should disable Twitch chat. Step they one. Absolutely. Easiest should. thing to do. No Man's Sky is coming to the Xbox One, and Allegra has a controversial opinion. <gasps> I like that game a lot. Okay. And I know a lot of people hated it. No, doesn't Tara Long love that Tara game? Tara also. Two people in the world. Shout yeah, out like to Tara. Tara. I'm sorry. I know that at least three people actually don't like it. But <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so I don't think about No Man's Sky too often, but today they announced it's coming back. But when I do. <laughs> yeah, when I do. Oh, baby. Uh, so they're getting they're giving it a big free update, and it's coming to Xbox One, which is interesting because, like, 
the game has changed a lot since launch, mm-hmm. but like I don't know that there's really a sizable audience that would want to pick it up now in 2018, especially on Xbox. But just mm-hmm. like hearing that reminded me of like even at launch, I really enjoyed that game, and it's one of those rare games for me where I can just lose myself in doing. But do you nothing. still go back to it? Uh, I would. If I played games that were on consoles more and not just Pokemon games on my freaking 3DS, uh, I think about going back to it all the time. But this okay. also seems like a game that it's not on PC, right? Like It is on PC. It is on PC? Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. It's been a minute since I paid attention. So yeah. it's the problem with No Man's Sky is that people paid a lot of attention to it and then they paid no attention to it. And that has unfortunately been the life cycle of that video game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So do you, do you think... Chelsea, do you think that anything will change now that it's coming to Xbox One? No, I mean, well, Xbox One has a like one half to a third of the install base of PS4. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it's already on PS4. It's already on PC. I mean, PC yeah. is basically Xbox and IMO. So <laughs> that is true because yeah. I keep installing any Xbox game onto Windows 10 now and just playing it that way. Yeah, I don't exactly. know that it's going to like reinvigorate the player base at all. But like hearing this news today just made me kind of mm-hmm. really sad. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm kind of happy about it because mm-hmm. it. Sh- I mean, the fact that that studio is still working on it mm-hmm. and yeah, kind of the, that they have their themselves behind the game because after it came out and they were getting so much harassment and every it was just it kind of bombed when it came out and it was really disappointing and sad. Like, I admire them for sticking with it and still yeah. working on it and bringing it to new platforms and continuing to iterate on it and update it as they have. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah, I won't play it, but I'm into it. I'm happy for them. Yeah, I'm, gla- I'm sorry. I'm glad that they keep making iterations to the game because they're yeah. like the No Man's Sky subreddit is actually pretty positive now. Like that, there's a yeah. lot of community there of people who are really into the base building and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. that is good that they're still supporting the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Nintendo Switch menu icons. Uh, people apparently have opinions about them, and the icon for Snake Pass was recently updated to great great uh fandom glee i guess why is this a story allegra yeah, better, I mean, it's weird so chelsea and i had a conversation sell about me this. on this so basically snake pass actually kickstarted this back when it came out a year ago mm-hmm. um <sighs> what the hell so behind <laughs> us is an enormous uh photo close-up of the eyes of the main character from snake pass who is a snake what is his name Noodle. 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 Noodle and Doodle. Oh, yeah. Ashley is correct. Yeah, uh, that is adorable. It's so His cute. blue eyes are staring directly into mine no matter what direction Hi. I'm looking, actually. So that's cool. Continue. Oh. Okay, so one of my favorite things about Nintendo Switch fans or Nintendo fans is they're very obsessed with like the most granular thing. Mm-hmm. So when Snake Pass came out, it had like just the, you know, cover art, I guess, or like the promo art as its home menu icon. So like when you're on your home menu on your Switch and like you go to click on a game, Mm -hmm. like that was the icon. And then there was an update like two, three months after the game came out that changed the icon from like the pretty like promo art to something more mobile-esque where it's just Noodle's head. Like it's just like a big picture of Noodle's head. Mm -hmm. And everyone got so mad. I do not understand. It was weird. Like everyone was like, I'm uninstalling this game. I want a mo- my money Who back. Who is everyone? Who is... <laughs> so everyone is in the people on... The, the vocal the, minority on, on the internet. Reddit. Okay. Uh, what, I like three people? No, it, like it's huge threads for months. They, Why? This they is, made bots. 
Sorry, we should be respectful of this niche community. So Snake Pass was the first one, but like a bunch of other ones too. Um, oh yeah, when people now unveil their Switch icons, it's like a big deal. Yeah, Owlboy had a notoriously bad one. Um, yeah, mm. people are praised. Stardew Valley had a good one, and that was like huge news in the Nintendo Switch fan community where they were like, oh, good job. We'll I, buy this game now. This is so weird to me because <laughs> I thought the the like simple, minimalist, Snakehead mm-hmm. was a better mm-hmm. icon. Huh. Like, so, why yeah. would you want something that busy when you could just have a simple thing? The reason that they don't like the like simple icon, which is Noodle. Um, Noodle so cute. Noodle's adorable. <laughs> is that cute. it looks very mobile esque? So when you just so look at it, so it's an anti mobile game bias. Sort of. When you look at it mm. on the home menu, like obviously we know. Okay, that's freaking Snake Pass. That's Noodle, but it's not immediately apparent what it is. They bought the game. They they should know, know what. The, like, I know. I'm sorry, I'll probably get an at or two about this, but it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not saying I'm necessarily on their team, but like it is definitely a huge debate. Like every time a new game is announced, they in the Switch Reddit community, they're like, we need to see this icon first. And sometimes people are like, oh, I like the icon. I guess I'll check this game out. Like, even if they have no idea what it is. And it just points to me of like Nintendo fans care about things that don't matter everything to the nth degree and it's fascinating and like it's just a weird like this is such a weird aesthetic i mean that kind of it's thematically appropriate for nintendo because nintendo is a company that's very detail oriented and very like precious about what games are on their platforms they're precious about what their hardware is like Mm -hmm. like they're very very they have their shit together and it, it makes sense to me that the the super hardcore fans would be as anal as Nintendo is. Yeah. So, what, but I was looking at my Switch icons and I was like, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe has like a busy icon. It's like all of Rainbow Road behind Mario in a cart with the whole title and a bunch of other junk. It's like the cover art. Yeah, it's the cover art squished into a Everything but th- that. Nintendo square. cares about everything except Mario Kart's Switch icon. <laughs> so my, <laughs> but my point being is that, that that seems like a really busy thing and yet people are like, Oh, I hate that one versus like it'd be so nice if it was just a checkered flag with Mario's hat or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Simple. Yes, a flag with just Mario's head. <laughs> hat. That's what I want. All right. Do you guys want to read some emails? Yeah. One specific email. All right. This is from Trevor. Hey, Polygon friends. During this Christmas, my older brother and I were stuck at my parents' house in Southern California with no transportation and proceeded to buy and play Crawl on my Switch for nearly three days straight. Now that we're once again several states apart, it feels weird to play the game without him. Hmm. Do y'all have any games that you can only play with certain people, and will that weirdness ever go away? I still haven't gotten all the achievements. Best. Trevor. And Trevor actually also says that uh, they sent in another email question in October about the work-life balance, oh. and that we uh, we uh, he uh, they are looking to be an actor, and they're on the verge of submitting the last of their MFA applications Aww. using some of our advice. So thank you so much, Trevor! Aww, Yay! Good luck. good luck. Sorry, I didn't read this email before I <laughs> you just started reading it out loud. I was trying to summarize. I ended up just kind of reading the email. Anyway. So, okay, games that you co-op play with other, or play with other people, not necessarily co-op, that you can't play on their own. <sighs> this one makes me really sad, actually. Oh, no. Uh, oh. But I will say it anyway. So uh, I played Persona 3 with my sister all the way through, and then we were going to do that with Persona 4, and then, like, I kept, this was in high school, we started getting busier, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like, let's play Persona 4 tonight, and she'd be like, oh, no, like, I 
homework or I don't want to, I'm not feeling it. And so that would just keep happening for like a month. And eventually I just stopped asking, but I still felt like, well, I played Persona 3 for like a hundred plus hours with her. I'm not going to play it without her. Like this is our game. So that's why I've never finished Persona 4. And I don't think I'll ever be able to play it again because it always just is like, no, I have to see that with my sister. Oh, no. And I don't know that Arms Frank is going to want to play that with me. So That is super sad. Uh, Chelsea, do you have any? Um, I did a very similar situation to Trevor, but with my boyfriend when we were living apart. And I went to visit him for Christmas. We we played uh, Skyward Sword. Oh. And he copied the save file that we'd created together onto a memory card for me. And then I like was like, but I don't want to play it without him. It was, yeah. That's so cute. Because I was like, I, it's just sad. Did you end up And also it? dowsing. Did I you hate end- dowsing. <laughs> I would just be like, please do this part. This is bull crap. Did you end up like playing I've it again? I've never finished. We've never finished it together or separate. Oh, wow. I mean, Damn. yeah, we live together. So this is kind of <laughs> messed up. So you never need to play it again? No, because there's a better Zelda out that I can play by myself. <laughs> Wait, Sean? Yes. Sean! Oh, it's Sean! I thought it, you were talking about like a different... Nope. No. no, this was a happy story. This was a happy story oh about my God. Yeah, well, what do you guys, how you guys Sean and I... To, play Skyward Sword! Eh, is it, is it worth it? Da- I can't... I could not handle the motion controls of dowsing. Like, that was the part where I was like, this is so unfun for me that, like, playing it together made that stuff that I, like, found annoying mm. bearable, do you know? I didn't play Skyward Sword. It was very... Like, I know it, it involves the Wii. Involved doing a lot of bullshit with your hand and the Wii remote that <laughs> isn't, like, a game motion. Okay. Oh. <laughs> A lot of bullshit with your hand. That's yeah. There are definitely a lot of games that I played when I was living with my best friend Emmett that I haven't really played since. Uh, like the, some that I have gone back to, like Peggle, that I'll pop out at a party or something. But like we would play that game for hours, just like passing the controller back and forth mm-hmm. and trying to get the trophies. Uh, Peggle two rather, um, and the little Big Planet games. Like we played through every single one of those together. Um, so, and, and Minecraft also, we have whole, I definitely haven't gone back to Minecraft without him. I don't know why I would. Um, so those games I'll definitely always associate with him. I don't mm-hmm. know that I, I would like feel guilty about playing them without him, but I definitely always think about him when I play them or even think about them. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of thinking going on <laughs> in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I would love to be able to play little big planet with him again. Oh. Ashley. I mean, I think there are some games that I associate with people. Why but is this such a fucking sad question? But uh, it is sad because <laughs> I'm sorry, Trevor. We're I was sad a very um, sad and extremely lonely child, mm-hmm. and I don't have any siblings, so I don't really have that problem because I play most of my games by myself. That's sad. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. This is a question you'll love, Allegra. <laughs> this is from Chris. Is a PS Vita worth it? (laughs) You four Uh, are the best. Since Chelsea mentioned she's been playing Persona 4 Golden, I figured this would be a good time to ask. I've been considering picking up a PS Vita. Mostly I'm excited for the remote play feature so I can play my PS4 on the go or in my bedroom. I was also a huge fan of Persona 2 and 3, but missed my opportunity to play P4 due to being overseas. I'm a huge JRPG fan as well. 
My question is based on all of this, would you recommend I purchase a PS Vita? Is it even worth it this late? Whenever someone at Polygon mentions they're playing on a PS Vita, it's typically followed by a series of giggles. Uh, <laughs> I become a bit discouraged no. from the potential purchase. I mean, what are your thoughts? Is. Also no. new or used? Thanks so much. Used? I mean, but used, I think you can get a Hell good yeah. deal. Especially yeah. because I think the better PS Vita controversial opinion maybe but the better one is the old one because it's got that nice oled screen which is much brighter mm-hmm. 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 that screen is good it's such a good screen it's a little heavier but it's like it's so beautiful beautiful though. screen so yes we've talked about tearaway again tearaway. you could probably get yeah. a bunch of time into um and persona 10 hours 10 hours it's 10 hours long i mean it's uh, also on ps4 but but it's different <laughs> Yeah, but Persona 4 is not on PS4. Persona 4 Golden, Persona 4 Dancing All Night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I, I actually really liked. I have not played... Oh, my God. Metal Gear I, Solid 2 and 3 are on PS Vita. They're on Vita? Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, okay, yeah, this person likes JRPGs. So are there any other JRPGs besides P4 that would be fun for them to play? Hmm. Mm. That aren't also on, like, PS4. Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of cross-play. I would say, honestly, like, just getting it for Golden, which is a hundred and... 10 hour games like Very that's true. a value proposition man i mean <laughs> i guess the cool thing is like what they are saying of remote play yeah so you could just get like ps4 rpgs and then play them on your vita or that's true you know that's true yeah, yeah. so that's where the, the the remote play feature comes in i mean how yeah sorry chelsea no i'm saying like my one other suggestion is buy a PSTV used on ebay because that's 30 bucks i have one yeah and I that like is it. you can plug that into your tv and play ps vita games <gasps> Without a Vita? With yeah. a controller, yeah. You just use a PlayStation 3 controller. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, the, Those there's things your solution. Re- so you I, can play Golden you can play with Golden. a PSTV yes. for 30 bucks. Yes. You the, couldn't play Tearaway. So, of course, if you're looking for Tearaway, which is game of the year 2015. The one, the one game that uses the back touchpad of the Vita. The only one, because Sony paid them to do that. Uh, <laughs> and they did a very good job of it. It's a perfect game. <laughs> great anyway yeah that's a good idea chelsea way to find a solution to a problem ebay man ebay problems oh yeah all right this is from chuck i finally got a chicken dinner in PUBG. I i don't really have a question i just want to share this most excellent news with my favorite podcast just kidding <laughs> what? what what has been your most satisfying game <gasps> moment for me it was the revelation in knights of the old republic when a very spoilery thing happened Ooh. in Knights of the Old Republic that players of Knights of the Old Republic will know about. Yo, that was a moment. That was so good. I, it's very good. It's. Just, it, I am sure. I, and in fact, I, now I know what it is. Thanks, Chuck. Wait. Uh, <laughs> I don't I know need, what it is. I've been meaning to play Knights of the Old Republic literally since I was a teenager. <laughs> and this is like the epitome the of thing. my procrastination. I had it spoiled for me. I was so close to the end. Someone's, one of my friends casually spoiled <gasps> it. And it still was really good. And like, I wouldn't change a thing. Okay. So, yeah. Someday. Someday. All right. Then in, in 15 more years, I will play Knights <laughs> of the Old Republic on an ancient computer. Okay. Most satisfying, satisfying game moment. Does anyone have one that rises to the surface? I can just think of a recent one. I don't know like what my most satisfying ever is, but <laughs> I tried Fortnite for the first time recently on an iPad and I got in fourth place. Nice. And like I'm not good at games in general, but like especially games like that. I did not fire a gun once or anything. I just was really good at stealthing. Really good. I got in fourth out of a hundred and that was the first time I'd ever played and it felt very good. How, How did, did you, you d- Yeah, that was my question. How did you die? 
Yeah. Oh, uh, so once it was down Thanks, to four, Chelsea. like we were all kind of in the same area because it's like yeah. PUBG, right? We're the circle. Um, so we all were in the same area. And then I was like trying to run from one cover to another and I got shot. There you go. <laughs> like, That's always how quickly. it happens. Yeah. Chelsea, do you have a satisfying game moment? I don't know. I can't think of most. I'm going to just go with a recent one because I beat Monster Hunter World, like saw the end credits of that game last weekend after 115 oh, yeah. hours. And I felt wow. extremely proud of myself because the, the you fight like a, a series of harder and harder bosses. And the final one is like an electric blue lizard dragon with a bunch of eyes. It's mm. beautiful and really hard and very fun. That is very cool. All right. Ashley, what about you? Um, yeah, same. I can only think of a recent one. Uh, I was playing Tracer in Overwatch, and I don't know how, but I got a 27-player kill streak. Wow, are we wow. actually having a positive Overwatch yeah. moment right now? It was very proud of you. It was wonderful. Wow. So this will never happen and, again. Uh, probably not. God. I think mine would be, I mean, I obviously have Little Big Planet on the brain, but just like playing the end of Little Big Planet 2 is very like heartfelt and satisfying and especially when you're playing it through on co-op with another person like you get to that moment and it's very like we did this together we we saved the world this feels so good so that's definitely one of my most satisfying moments being Um, anything co-op should be like an achievement yeah because it's like you have to also play with each other nicely and not kill each yeah 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 and i wouldn't include like getting trophies on Peggle on that list because it's a very painstaking and <laughs> rage-inducing activity. But Little Big Planet is just like pure joy straight into your veins all the way through. So like that was a really lovely experience. All right. Thank you, everyone, for your questions. And of course, if you would like to email questions into the show, you can email them to polygonshow at polygon.com. And if you have questions that you want us to answer lightning round style at PAX East next week, uh, please email those in as well and just include PAX East in the subject line or something like that. And if you have characters that you want us to do a shipping bracket with, remember, not ships, but just characters on their own, at PAX East, at the panel. And we are recording that. We will be releasing the panel later. So even if you're not going to be at PAX East, you can enjoy that. So email those to polygonshow at polygon.com as well. Um, just let us know in the subject line what it, the, what your intentions are with this email. What are your intentions? What are your intentions? What do you want us to do with this information? If you would like to submit a lightning round question, you can tweet it to polygonshow, hashtag polygonshow, Tweet hashtag Polygon Show, just anything with hashtag Polygon Show, and we'll see that. And it'll, it'll be in the lightning round. It'll be great. Um, and we will also be soliciting questions from the audience at the panel, so don't worry. Don't stress about it. If you're going to be there, you get a chance to write it down on a piece of paper, and it'll be fun. After this stream ends we are going to do a twitter after show uh and it's going to be incredibly ridiculous it involves two nerf guns that are sitting under this table right here and i Ah. we're gonna be just having a grand old time it's gonna be funny if you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) jokes just not the face jokes 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 like that face you didn't even see the face, Ashley. No, I meant not like don't hit. Oh, us. don't hit, hit the each face. other oh. in well, the, the face. Well, the face was also bad. I made a that great face. Well, is it? Can you, you do it again? No, please don't. Can you- oh! Okay, it's audio only. Whole new be face. Glad. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so this part will get cut out anyway, because the audio show doesn't need to know about our shenanigans. Okay. Yes, I think I've said everything. So join us on Twitter for the after show, and uh. 
Thanks everyone for listening. If you like the podcast, you can rate it on Apple Podcasts and you can leave a review even if you want. And that's super cool of you. And that's how people know about the show and we get more listeners and we get to do fun stuff with them. Thanks everyone. This has been The Polygon Show. Polygon Show.